Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by the podcast True Crime Excess. True Crime Excess is a podcast about a serial killer. But here's the spin. It's not really about the serial killer. It's about finding the victim's bodies. A group of investigators analyzed the FBI files, missing persons cases, and the interviews of Israel Keys, who was captured in 2012 and took his own life before revealing most of his crimes. Listen to audio interviews and sound bites from the FBI files and become part of the investigation. You get to literally listen along as this crazy story unfolds. And that's not all. The finale has a huge reveal, an explosive secret revealed by investigators. They say they have pieced together not just a list of the victims, but their final resting places. They know where the bodies are buried. Find True Crime Excess on any of your favorite podcast services and listen to this gripping story today. There were two more murders 15 miles away. We do a lot of stupid things to impress someone we have a crush on. On April 1st, 1988, a man was born who would go on to kill 11 homeless men in Belinsky, Russia. He did this all in the name of impressing his girlfriend and proving he wasn't a wimp. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Alexander Baichkov, 
born April 1st, 1988, was raised in a criminal environment. His mother forced her young children to work odd jobs around the neighborhood for money, and if they returned home with nothing, they would be beaten. This spread a desperation to find ways to earn cash. They started to commit a number of petty thefts, most of which earned them an arrest. But the police took pity on the boys and their circumstance and would let them go with a warning. Both of Alexander's parents were alcoholics, and by 40, his father had hanged himself. In the late 2000s, his brother Sergei suffered from a brain injury after being beaten and thrown from a moving car. Because of this, Alexander had to drop out of college and go back home to take care of his now-disabled brother. It would be nine years before this man's petty crimes would evolve into something much darker. Behind closed doors, this man began meticulously studying criminal literature. He made a plan, studied examples of similar crimes, and made various strategies and plans for concealing his crimes. He was ready. On September 17, 2009, Alexander came to Belinsky to fill out some documents needed to draw a pension and met 60-year-old Yevgeny Zidkov at a local tavern. Alexander offered to let him spend the night in his home, and Yevgeny agreed. When they arrived, the elderly man fell asleep, and Alexander then stabbed the man to death before dismembering his corpse. This was the first in what would be 11 men who Alexander killed between 2009 and 2012. The man who called himself Rambo would find targets who were homeless or suffering from alcoholism, lure them to his home or a secluded location, and kill them with a hammer or knife. After he was done, he would dismember the victims and bury them in the backyard of his home or send them off to the city dump. He, as part of his research, only killed in the warm seasons in order to make police suspect the seasonal migrant workers in the area. In 2010, one of the bodies, that of Sergei Berezovsky, was found. This man was the ex-partner of Alexander's mother. In September of that same year, two more of his victims' bodies were found. But instead of being connected to Alexander, a local mentally ill man was arrested and even confessed to the crimes, leaving Alexander Bychovsky free to prowl the streets. It was a random act of burglary that would finally be the end of his reign of terror. On January 21st, 2012, Alexander broke into a hardware store and was caught several days later. When police arrested him, they found his personal diary with entries that gave them pause. In it, he claimed to be responsible for 11 murders. His reason for killing? Because his girlfriend, who had kicked him out, referred to him as a wimp. This, taking the lives of innocent men, was all to prove to her that he was a, quote, lone wolf and not a wimp. Once questioned about the diary, Alexander stated that he not only killed these men, but ate their livers, hearts, and muscles. Alexander was eventually charged with nine murders and found guilty on March 22, 2013, despite being diagnosed with mixed personality disorder. The bodies of two of his victims were never found. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on April 2nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Stay safe.